the Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome, friends. This episode is going to be awesome. I am going to show you why you should not be afraid of cholesterol, especially LDL cholesterol. You've been told your whole life, avoid it. It's the devil. You do not want it. If you have it, you're going to die of heart disease. Well, yeah, I may have been a little dramatic, but isn't that how they tell you? Isn't that what they're saying? They're the ones that are making it such a big deal. They're the ones that are pushing it so hard and trying to create so much fear that you will not have butter or a burger or a steak or eggs or anything else that might have cholesterol in it. This episode is not about cholesterol as a whole. We're going to talk about specifically LDL cholesterol, the so-called bad one. The one that's the evil one. You got to watch out for this one. This one's going to hurt you. If you don't do everything in your power to get rid of this, you're going to die a horrible death of heart disease. All right, so that's a little overdramatic, but that's exactly what the, the literature is saying. Your doctor is saying. Everybody's saying. All right, so full disclaimer right off the bat. I am not giving advice. This is educational, purely. I am not telling anybody what to do. I am purely just talking about how the body works. That's it. This episode does not contain any advice at all whatsoever. It is just educational. Then you can make your decision on how you want to approach this topic, whether or not you think it's bad or good. I'm not here to tell you otherwise. I'm just going to give you my perspective and what I believe based on what I have learned. After that, you're on your own. There is no such thing as bad cholesterol. In and of itself, I don't believe cholesterol is bad at all whatsoever. Even triglycerides are not bad. Those are fuel for you. High triglycerides just mean that you have a lot of sugar in your body. In and of itself, it's just a fuel source. It's your diet that's making those bad. Our lifestyle contributes to why triglycerides are bad for you. Your body knows exactly what to do with all the components of nutrients, hormones, chemicals, proteins, literally all the stuff in your body, including once they've been used, the byproducts. Your body precisely knows how to metabolize everything. I won't reference Nina Tykoltz, but she's an author that writes a book called The Big Fat Lie. Boy, you want to talk about a controversial book. She crushes it. But then there are so many people that don't like what she had to say. And I mean a lot of people. She has documented the truth behind fat, and cholesterol based on the medical literature, history, studies, you name it. She brings it, and that book is very offensive to people who don't like this topic, who don't like this subject because they're making money from it. Oh yeah, she's a powerhouse. 
The number one selling drug in the world is statins. So right off the bat, I'm going to say cholesterol management is the largest moneymaker for the medical industry. Without going down that entire rabbit hole, I'll leave that one to your imagination because if the medical profession had the fix for cholesterol causing heart disease, then why is it such a huge killer? And why haven't they had any real success? And why does all the medication say that it will not stop you from having a heart attack or giving you heart disease? So I'm just going to leave that right there for now. And we're going to move on. You've learned about cholesterol. Well, let's get more specific. Lipoproteins. Lipoproteins are protein carriers of cholesterol. There are three different types of LDL. That's one type of lipoprotein. You want fluffy, and then there's mid-fluff, and then small and or dense. The small and or dense are the ones that are not so great for you. The numbers you get from blood work is not the amount of cholesterol you have in your blood. It is the lipoprotein quantity. LDL is not cholesterol. So we have lipoproteins and then we have cholesterol. Cholesterol is inside of lipoproteins. The biological and physiological use of cholesterol, especially LDL, is an absolutely massive topic. So in this episode, I'm just going to cover broad ranging aspects so that's not too long. I've said that many times because in these beginning episodes of this podcast, I'm just trying to give you the basics right off the bat. Later, we can get into super duper details if that's what you want. I don't think most people care to go super detailed. I think most people just want to know the basic concept and then how to fix it. So this concept as a whole is actually very, very simple. The biology is what is massive. So there's no need to get into all the minutiae of the biology and physiology in this episode. It's totally boring for most everybody. The outcome is what is actually the most interesting. I'm going to have fun talking about this. I hope you do too. And I hope you're going to learn something that you've never, ever even thought about. And no one has ever told you yet. The literature is there. The studies are there. It's going to blow your mind. Let's go. All right, so 25% of your brain is actually made out of cholesterol. That's interesting. So if your brain is made out of cholesterol and they want to lower your cholesterol, then what does that do to your brain again? Also, your brain actually makes cholesterol. Did you know that? You need cholesterol for so many different things. You need it to make vitamin D, and things like bile salts for digestion. You need it to absorb all the fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin A, D, E, and K. Without those, man, you're going to have a very poor life. It makes up all your cell membranes, which is literally your entire body. Oh, really? I can't stress that enough. Cholesterol makes up all the cell membranes of every cell in your body, and without it, how do you think you're going to have good health? Would you want the outside of your walls of your house that you live in to deteriorate, or would you want them to withstand all the elements out there? Just saying. But Eric, are you saying that all the doctors and everybody in the medical profession 
that's telling me to lower my LDL is wrong? Well, I'm just trying to help you in this podcast, which is called The Reality of Health. What do you think the reality stands for? It stands for the truth. I want to bring you the truth rather than what you've been sold to believe. And I'm going to put a link in the description for the largest cholesterol study ever done. It's called Total Cholesterol and All-Cause Mortality by Sex and Age, a prospective cohort study among 12.8 million adults. Oh, is that what you call a really, really large study? Is that what you would say would be so large that it would be irrefutable? Hmm, I'm just saying, even though it's talking about total cholesterol, which is basically what most doctors want to talk about, it's also talking about all-cause mortality. That's death from any, and I mean any, in every way possible besides something like a trauma, car accident, or whatever. I have a question. Why is it there are so many doctors leaving the standard medicine? They're going into functional medicine and alternative type medicine and are basically starting a new practice and giving up all the allopathic medicine they've been doing most of their career. And this is happening all around the world. There are many more scientific studies being done on real medicine instead of just pharmaceutical drugs that are funded by the pharmaceutical company themselves, by the way, these doctors and researchers all around the world that are studying alternative methods or publishing this stuff, but you will never hear about it, even though it's all on PubMed. You just have to search for it. I just find it interesting that there's a lot of doctors leaving regular medicine because they're realizing nobody's getting healed at all whatsoever. All right, it's time to get geeky. High glucose or sugar as a whole lowers your autophagy in your body. That's the ability to replicate cells and build new cells. Sugar and carbs inhibit your ability to replicate cells, build new tissue, recover, and do the daily recycling of all your cells. High sugar and carbohydrates literally hold you back from being in awesome health. Actually, it makes you age faster. Instead of slowing aging, it takes away the mechanism of slowing you down from aging. It's like an anchor to your overall health. You can also search high LDL levels online and you'll see that people live longer. Many studies, many papers, many trials done showing this. You just got to look it up. And with AI, it's super simple now. Type in, does LDL make you live longer? you're going to see the results and it will blow your mind. All right, let's think about it for a second. If you go on a low-carb, no-carb, carnivore diet, whatever, all the markers get totally awesome, except the one that they don't like, which is LDL. Maybe that LDL is supposed to be high. If all the other ones get really good, why is the LDL going up bad and it's the only one they don't like? I think you're supposed to have high LDL. Follow me here. Carbs and sugar will increase infections in your body. The organisms 
which are technically parasites like yeast, bacteria, fungus, worms, bugs of all kinds, these guys produce biofilm. And biofilm can be calcified in your heart or your arteries. Once that biofilm is there, it will bring in things like calcium and it'll harden like in your arteries. These organisms will produce toxins and then those toxins destroy tissue and then they feed off that dead tissue. So if you don't feed the parasites, they die off. This is what's so exciting about LDL. It looks like in all the literature, all the clinical studies, all of it, that high LDL shows that you have an infection from a parasite. Meat and the cholesterol in it kill infections because they repair the body so there's no dead tissue. The more dead tissue, the more organisms, meaning the more infection you have. Glucose and cholesterol can go up when you have an infection. This is what this whole episode is about. High LDL has studies and clinical trials proving that your body utilizes LDL increases in order to kill infections. If you don't have an infection, you don't have high LDL cholesterol. Isn't that awesome? So by improving your overall health, you improve your body's ability to kill off all of these parasites, or at least minimize the effects of the toxins that they produce. We all have parasites. You can't get rid of them. But some parasites are actually good. Some are bad. You don't feel the good ones, but you do feel the bad ones. But the better your overall health, the less you'll have of the bad ones and the less you'll feel the toxins from the bad ones or the effects of those toxins. Isn't that amazing? The research is showing that if you have infections, you have a high LDL content score. We'll get more into this. Stay with me. If you've not listened to episode two, I encourage you to do so. If it is true that everything has an equal and opposite reaction, then that explains so many things about the body. For example, if you have a strain on one side of the body, it could be caused by something from the other side of the body. Or if you detox, you feel like garbage. Or if you try and get rid of parasites, you will feel terrible. And it could make other things worse. Or you change your diet and then you feel bad for a little while until you start feeling better. Or you change one thing and then something else happens, good or bad. This is why I believe you have to be careful when changing things in your body, like doing fasting or detoxing. They can be extremely uncomfortable and they can cause other worse symptoms. I will have future episodes on both of these topics and also how you should be doing those under supervision from a healthcare provider. You should never do those on your own. For example, Let's say you want to detox the metals out of your tissues. Guess what? Parasites love metals. So they start eating the metals. And then when they have to defecate, their toxins increase and then you feel really, really bad. So you've detoxed the metals, but you've also fed the parasites. So they proliferate, become stronger and more of them. Once you get used to that feeling, you think, I feel great. 
when really you just changed one problem for another. Thinking that you're going to change the homeostasis of the body by going into some extreme program of detoxing or fasting or a bunch of these other things, you can just make other problems. you got to know what you're doing. So HDL and LDL, they carry sugar. One of the things they carry is triglycerides. I know you've heard this term a million times. Triglycerides are super bad for you. Well, what's a triglyceride? It's actually just three glycerin molecules. What's glycerin? Sugar. So it's three sugar molecules brought together as a unit. When your triglycerides show high, so your sugar will look like it went up and your cholesterol looks like it went up because the body uses the sugar carried by the lipoproteins to feed the immune system to kill the infection. So during inflammation from infection, you'll have increased triglycerides, decreased HDL, the one they want you to have, increased small density lipoproteins, increased LPA, super bad stuff, and oxidized LDLs. And then on top of that, to just bring it home, dysfunctional HDL. HDL is the gold standard. You want as much of it as possible. So why is all this so important? Because infection is one of the most common causes of insulin resistance. It has severe and long-lasting consequences, I might add. I will have links in the show notes for the actual studies showing this. Just because they can find LDL in arterial plaque does not mean the LDL caused it. Just because there's firemen at a fire doesn't mean the fire was caused by the firemen. Guilt by association is not causal. You have to find the cause, not the symptom. Dietary cholesterol does not increase your cholesterol. You can look up many clinical trials showing participants ate massive amounts of cholesterol and their blood cholesterol stayed the same. Same with saturated fat. Oh, and by the way, vegans are commonly associated with extremely low cholesterol readings of like 110 to 120. I believe that's because vegans are in a constant state of cachexia. They're wasting away because they've inhibited the body's natural growth and recycling process. They basically shut down the body's ability to make adequate amounts of cholesterol, and that's why they're skinny, look weird, feel terrible. They've got body pain. They lose their teeth, lose their like their hair. Everything they complain about, most people that go vegan after a while feel absolutely terrible and then switch back to a omnivore or some other diet. But hey, if you want to be a vegan, know that there's risks and then you better know how to properly perform that diet. I used to be a vegan vegetarian eons ago and it ruined my health and I knew what I was doing. Not as much as I do now, but I pretty much knew what I was doing. Once you deplete the reserve of good fat and cholesterol in your body, which takes a couple years, that's when you hit the vegan wall. That wall is terrible. Probably the main reason is because without the cholesterol and the fat, 
you don't make sex hormones and your sex hormones are anabolic. They are pretty much what make what your body uses to build new tissue. You don't build new tissue. Yeah, that means you're aging. So what about foods that supposedly lower your LDL or cholesterol as a whole? There's a lot of reasons for that. Probably the main one is it interferes with your body's ability to manufacture its own cholesterol, which is basically how it happens. The other reason is it could feed the system that inhibits the body from producing its own cholesterol. Just because of food sounds like it would be good for you doesn't mean it's actually good for you. Maybe if foods increase your cholesterol, those are the foods that you're going to want. And the foods that lower are actually harmful. If your body wants higher cholesterol and you eat walnuts to lower your LDL and increase your HDL, maybe that's because the walnuts interfere with your body's ability to make cholesterol. There are many reasons why your LDL can show high. Everything from thyroid issues to lifestyle to infections. And this is where it gets really interesting. Your liver will make cholesterol no matter if you eat it or not. Even vegans make it. The liver makes about 1,000 milligrams a day. Doesn't matter if it's coming from your food or not. Your liver will work to make it. If it gets it from its food, then the liver doesn't have to make it. Regardless, it wants it at a certain level all the time based on what the body requires. Maybe you have an infection. Maybe you worked out really hard. You need to recuperate. Maybe you need sex hormones for that fun time of the day. Maybe you need energy because you're about to work out. Maybe you are concentrating and reading and studying and learning. Your brain is firing like crazy and needs the fuel. Your body wants cholesterol. The liver prefers to use cholesterol from the diet rather than making it, therefore taking the stress off the liver so we can do detoxification and methylation and other things that it's supposed to do. The liver has more functions in the body than any other organ it has so much to do that the last thing it wants to do is also manufacture cholesterol in order so that it can manufacture bile at the same time to digest your food. You want to relieve the stress off the liver is the point. So why is it you can have one person who has all the cholesterol high, including LDL, inflammation markers, sugars up, compared to another person who all the markers are down except LDL, and they consider them the same. Why is one person considered healthy and the other person is not? Why worry about the LDL, even if LDL is a problem when every other marker is good? You're telling me there's only one marker that can kill you and nothing else matters. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good cholesterol doesn't matter at all. You're telling me that the only bad thing in your body is high LDL? That's just nonsense. Well, then why test for all those other biomarkers if all you care about is the LDL? Seriously, think about it. If LDL is so bad, then what's the point of all the other biomarkers? 
because if LDL is so bad and you get a bad LDL reading, you might as well just hang it up. You're about to die. There's nothing more you can do. If you don't bring the LDL down, you're going to die. Many people die in fear. I wonder how many die of fear. That's just nonsense. You know, in the world of law enforcement, detectives call that a clue. Now, let's touch on insulin. Insulin prevents the liver from recycling your VLDL cholesterol into what's called large, fluffy LDLs. <laughs> so what does that mean? I spoke about this before, but you had three different types of LDLs. The more fluffy, the better. We want fluffy. It's just like, who doesn't want to hold on to a big fluffy pillow? Or would you rather hold on to a rock? So the more fluffy your LDL, the better. Then you don't have to worry about having liver diseases like fatty liver disease. Insulin deteriorates the natural protective layer inside of your blood vessels. You see, it breaks it down so they are susceptible to having visceral fat accumulated around the heart, just like the last visceral fat episode, because they can't get into the liver because of all the fat buildup from high insulin. Insulin deteriorates the blood vessel walls, and then lipoproteins, that's the carriers of cholesterol, can pass through into the heart area. How many people actually die of plaque in the heart, like the vessels and arteries? Well, there's a doctor who is famous now, and he is really changing how we all think about the heart. And I personally think he's a hero. His name's Dr. Cowan. He cites, and I put these in the notes down below, you can go to them. He cites a lot of research in his book. But here's what he states. Currently, most of the bypasses, stents, and agioplasties are performed on minimally symptomatic patients who show a greater than 90% blockage in one or more coronary artery. These arteries are almost always fully collateralized. It is not the surgery that restores blood flow because the body has already done its own bypass. Whoa, wow, did you hear that? So if you have that much blockage, being 90%, the heart, the arteries, have already done its own bypass. You don't need surgery. He goes on. Also, if tests showed that you had a major coronary artery with 90% blockage, thus leaving you with only 10% flow, quote, squeezing through the exit lane, unquote, how could you still possibly be alive if you did not already have collateral blood vessels? Those would be blood vessels that go around the one that's blocked. And are we really to believe that the decisive thing that will cause the eventual heart attack is when the stenosis, which is a blockage, goes from 93 to 98%? I love it. See... That is what the main medical profession, the allopathic medical profession, doesn't want to talk about. So if you have 93% or 98%, you're telling me that if I just go above 93, I'm going to die. 
This is ridiculous. We will go further with this in an episode in the future, all about the heart and the cardiovascular system, and it will change everything about what you believe and what you know. Trust me, it is mind-blowing how much you've been lied to. Did you just say what I thought you said? So, what's weird is people get freaked out because when they go on low-carb diets or no-carb diets, then it raises the total cholesterol and the LDL. Why? Because inflammation is down and now your body can do all the things it wants to do, like fight infections, which is what this whole episode is really about, and repair and fuel the body. Isn't that awesome? You get rid of the sugar and the carbs and your LDL goes up and all the good markers of cholesterol go up from all the other different types. Why? To fight infections that you most likely have in your body. Could be bacteria, could be other things. We'll get into that. But basically, high insulin is one of the things that will cause inflammation. You get rid of inflammation by increasing fat in your diet like your LDLs and your HDL. If you're deficient in LDL, it will cause all kinds of things. So we're going to wrap this up here a little bit, and I'm going to get into just two things. What does a deficiency of LDL cholesterol look like? First off, causes cataracts. Oh, you thought that your eyes have nothing to do with what's going on in your blood or your diet? Oh yeah, your eyes are just an extension of your brain. What's your brain made out of? Oh, that's right, 25% cholesterol. So if you want healthy eyes, you need cholesterol. Digestive issues of all different types, and the way to know is if you have a lot of fat in your stool, like when you look down after you go to the bathroom and there's a layer of fat on top of the water, that means you're not digesting your fat. If you're deficient in LDL, that means you're not going to absorb the fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K. And then you're going to have deficiencies of those. Those four vitamins are essential to human health. I said this before, we will have an episode on A, D, E, and K. These are super important, and you don't get them from vegetarian sources. Only get them from animal sources. Then, from low LDL, you get constipation because your liver cannot make enough biosalts to lubricate the digestive system. So then you end up with like a dry colon. Nothing moves. Low LDL will affect your intellectual abilities. So your intelligence, your IQ will diminish. You literally get dumber. Some people are dumb. Sorry, that's just the way it is. If your brain is 25% cholesterol and you don't get enough cholesterol, then your brain dries out. What else would that cause? Oh, that would impact all kinds of mental disorders. Anxiety, depression, Alzheimer's, dementia, you name it. If you don't have the fuel, which is also the building block of the brain, how do you expect your brain to be healthy? And of course, it ruins your immune system. So all and everything that your immune system tries to do is inhibited. 
It's halted. It shuts down. That means you're susceptible to everything. Your immune system does way more than just protect you from a bacteria or virus, which doesn't exist, by the way, or anything that's outside of your body. It also cleans up all the stuff on the inside of your body that has died. You need it. You need an immune system, the strongest one you can get. And LDL builds that system. It also can cause hyperthyroidism. You need cholesterol, specifically LDL, in order to make thyroid hormones. So if you want to balance your thyroid, you need cholesterol. Eat that butter. Little butter, right? Not a lot. You know why, right? Yeah. Why? Because it clogs up your heart. So what is LDL actually for? Like, why do you have it? Why is it not bad? Well, here's a small sampling. You need it for sex hormones. I think that's pretty much self-explanatory, but for those that don't know, it's not just the ability to have sex. Your sex hormones actually make you stronger. They make you live long. They make you recuperate. They keep your immune system up. They keep you being who you actually are. It also supplies CoQ10. Have you heard about CoQ10? That nutrient has become really popular as of late, probably the past, I'll say five to eight years. It's the spark plug in your muscle cells. So without that spark plug, there's no energy. Muscle cell gets fuel in the cells. It has to spark it and burn it for energy. That requires CoQ10. It also makes vitamin D. Without proper amounts of LDL, you can't make vitamin D. Vitamin D is made from lots of different fats, but the main one it loves, LDL. So what do lipoproteins do? Remember, started the episode off with lipoproteins carry the cholesterol. It's kind of like a balloon or a bag. Cholesterol is inside the bag. A lipoprotein carries it to, well, everything, all the cells. They have functions on their own being their structure. So yes, they show up, they have a structure, it's full of cholesterol. What do those lipoproteins do? Well, first of all, they're anti-parasitic. Lipoproteins bind and target parasites for destruction. The bad ones, the ones you don't want. That's amazing. So you're worried about eating an egg, yet you aren't worrying about parasites in your body causing destruction. So if you eat an egg, you actually give your lipoproteins power to kill parasites. I find that fascinating. Also redistributes nutrients to your immune cells, which we're kind of talking about already, but those are important for host defense. They distribute all the different nutrients, vitamin C, zinc, glutathione, all these things, so that the host can use them to defend the body. Lipoproteins also bind to endotoxins and other biological agents and prevent those toxic effects. So basically, it's a detoxifier. Lipoproteins can stop toxins from all the bad stuff from affecting you. It's a detoxifier. 
They also bind to uric acid. If you like kidney stones, I'm afraid the strain was more than he could bear. Then you should lower your lipoproteins. I don't think anybody does. So the more lipoproteins you have, as in LDL, HDL, then the less you have to worry about kidney stones. So I think we just got a crash course on why you should not worry about LDL cholesterol or any cholesterol whatsoever. It is used in your body for pretty much everything, especially making up the structure of your cells. And the most interesting is killing infections. If you want to have an infection, ear infection, gut infection, cancer, tooth infections, sinus infection, doesn't matter what the infection is. Cholesterol, LDL specifically, fights those. It's what your body uses as fuel and building blocks, and they ride inside the lipoproteins in order to get to those infections and kill them. One more time, your body uses lipoproteins in order to fight infection and then to repair your body. But most importantly, the reason why it goes up is to fight infection. You probably have an infection in your body and don't even know it. Everybody fights infection. You may not know you're sick or feel like you're sick, but inside your body knows it and it will raise that LDL. If you're not infected or not sick, it will keep the LDL high in order to protect your body. Isn't that amazing? Lipoproteins, specifically LDL, are not your enemy. They are your friend. It is your special forces. That's the signal. Go, 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 go. Let's go freaking get here. It is your fighter jets. It is your defense mechanism against parasites, infections, and everything negative in your body. Don't be afraid of LDLs, high LDL. I know this episode was completely against all you've been told. I understand that. That's why there's studies in the show notes. I could put many more in there, but are you really going to read them? Do people really read them? If this information is hard to understand or grasp, or comprehend, or even believe, then I say listen to it over again. If you have questions, you can email me. This information is polarizing, and I understand that. I have nothing to gain from giving you this information. I just want to help you see things differently. If you see things differently, then you might understand why the medical profession has never healed anyone of any heart issue. Their own literature tells you this. Their own drugs inserts tell you this. This is the most polarizing subject in all of health, LDL cholesterol. It's the divider. Even really good doctors who understand health and nutrition and good diet and exercise and being healthy, this is still the one thing that cuts right through the center of their belief system. I challenge you to learn more. Look into it. Don't take my word for it. I will also put into the show notes a link to a website of a doctor who spent 25 years trying to help people 
with their heart. Then he realized what he was doing was completely worthless and changed how he saw cholesterol, statins, fat in the diet and changed. And now he has amazing results. Don't worry about butter or eggs or your meat. Eat the foods you want to that come from animals. They have pure nutrition and it's amazing for you. Avoid those foods and you're going to find yourself in a lower state of health. Thank you for listening. I know this one was tough to hear, but I had to do it. Take care of yourselves. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.